You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, guys. Welcome to Cozy's Podcast. My mommy, Shan. Hey! My hey. sister, Ari. Say hi, Ari. Hey. And I'm Anya. Let's go! Hey, this is Shan. Mama the girls, thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Womb Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. Uh, hey, Kai. Thank you for joining us for Cozy Moon Podcast. No problem. Thank you for having me. You are definitely our first photographer and your, your specialty is newborn photography, which I've always love looking at but I've had two kids and I've never done it okay okay you'd be and surprised how many parents you here haven't really done it for some and doing it for others so don't worry you're not the only one have you do you have kids have you done it with your kids Yes. So I have two kids. Um, Funny enough, my daughter did get it done, um, but she was the guinea pig for a girl who was my co-worker who just wanted to get into it. So that was my first real interaction with it. And for my son, I did his pictures myself. Oh. So when you took your daughter to get her pictures done, were you doing it yet or you, you haven't started Man, I wasn't even thinking about it yet. Okay. So now I'm interested. So what got you into (laughs) wanting to do it? Okay. So surprising, well, not really surprisingly. I mean, for myself, when I look back, I'm like, oh, the signs were there. But I always loved photography. Mm. Mm. See, I love photography too. 
and I thought that was going to be like something I would minor in in college because in uh, our class in high school my art teacher she allowed us to make a camera out of like a shoebox and we had a dark room and everything so I was like oh I said so this is kind of interesting and then I I, kind of like didn't think about it and didn't really get into photography but when I do see like good pictures and photographers with a good eye I can always point them out so just in case um you guys missed this small story so basically Kai her first um session that she did with a newborn was her son but she um hit up like a friend that she knew um to see if she can practice on his daughter he had a newborn and she went to his house she took her two-month-old son with her and her friend went went with her on the job to go ahead and watch her son while she took photos so that was like her second baby that she was taking newborn photos with and she kept it very simple just to get a hang of what she was doing and from then on she's just been on a roll and she's been taking pictures of you know different clients kids loving it finding her own way around how she wants to take positions and creating like her own props and just really getting into what she likes to do okay let's go let's keep going so when you went to go take your daughter to get her pictures done for the first time what made you say this is something i have to do so i actually wasn't thinking that at that point so my kids have quite a gap between them my daughter just turned 11 in august and my son will be four in november Wow. yeah, so I had no idea that I wanted to go into um, photography at all. I mean, I liked photography, but I never really had that, say, passion to say I wanted to make it a career. I actually went to school for child and youth worker, graduated my program and everything. And my last semester of school, I was pregnant with my daughter. So trust me, when I say it wasn't in my mind, it wasn't <laughs> in my mind at all. <laughs> at all it wasn't until I was um at the last company I worked for so Kai had like this epiphany um when she was pregnant with her son where she just uh turned around to a friend and said I'm going to start taking pictures of newborns and uh, let me say this as a woman, because I can only speak from women. When women set their minds up and really stick to their thoughts, you don't question why they're happening. You don't know what's making you, like, quote unquote, go in balls deep on uh, what you're saying. But you just have like a gut feeling like this is what... I need to do so her friend was like okay cool so how can we plan it what do we need to do uh what would you need let's think about you know how we can get started and to have friends that will back you on the ideas that you have is irreplaceable to have friends who support you um and for her to be 
pregnant and having these thoughts and just making time to go to these classes and uh, webinars and just really get what she needs to get out of you know, going forth and starting her own business because that's basically what it is. When it comes into planning with clients, handling other people's new babies, having props, having a setup, scheduling, managing your family, managing your time, you are starting a business. So in order to do it and basically still feel like you're doing something that you're passionate about, you need a team. You need support. And she had that. And I think that's what really pushes people to create the best outcomes out of, you know, artistically feeding people through pictures, through images, through art, through uh, product. You have to feed people's passions and you have to have a support team that will support you and won't say, you know what? No, you're crazy. Why would you want to do baby photography all of a sudden? Because I feel it. This is something I need to do. This is something I can do. And she put her mind to it and voila. Well, my very first baby that I ever photographed was my son. Um, Let's just say I really didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Uh, I used um, a little kind of blanket and maybe two props, but nothing like prop wise what you see on like the images that I post now. It was really basic. I think I may have put him in like a little basket, put a little wrap over him. But I mean, if I be honest with myself there's one picture that I was really lucky to get because it came out looking so good but if you see the others you'd probably be like yeah so that's what my that's what I'm curious about like in one session like about how long is it to get enough pictures to choose from with a newborn so my sessions now um I always tell parents so they get a prep Uh, email from me before they actually come in and in my email it tells them that the session can take anywhere from two to four hours Um, yeah I cap it at four hours because four hours you're just overworking the baby and to be honest um if if I'm going to four hours it's because the baby was fussy or um the baby needed more time to be uh to settle down I've had babies that have been gassy uh so situations that take longer but if I get a baby that comes in gets fed his milk or her milk and they are out then I'm going 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 and it really flows so to be honest a lot of the time is a settling time Um, and then the other thing that takes time is just a little detail so like certain poses I want to make sure the fingers are a certain way Um, I'm a kind of a little bit of a perfectionist so I'll take a picture I'll look at my camera and I'm like no I need to change this and I'll change it but one thing you learn is you always have to try and take a safe shot because if you go back to try and fix the baby and baby says I'm not having it they're not (laughs) but yes two to four hours okay so um do you recommend people like in your like like prep email do you recommend them feed the baby or bring like things yeah 
calm the baby down? So what I usually tell parents to do, I usually ask them to feed the baby about half an hour before they leave out to come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, as I know you're a mom as well, and as most moms know, once baby's in that car and that car seat and the car starts moving, baby usually knocks out. Usually. Right. Yeah. So once the baby gets to me, they're still sleepy. Um, and then I can usually start with um, a pose depending on how deep of a sleep I feel they're in will determine on what pose I will start with. Um, Sometimes when they come in and they are awake, I'll ask parents if they just want to top them up with the feeding and then I'll do a pose where they're wrapped up. Uh, Once they're wrapped up, they usually fall back asleep because they're all warm and suckled and swaddled and they usually doze off. So for the most part, from that point, then I'll go into more of the complex posing that requires them to be sleeping because there are certain poses that I can't even do if the baby's awake. Mm. So let's say I was pregnant and I'm supposed to be due let's say next week. Mm-hmm. How far ahead should I be planning a photographer to take pictures of my newborn? And what's the time frame that you have to where those pictures can get done or they can't? So I usually tell people to um, contact me once they're in their second trimester. Um, I do have people that reach out to me as soon as they find out they're pregnant. They're like, yeah, I'm ready. I've been stalking your page. I'm ready to book. And I'm like, it's all good and well. Congratulations. But I do like... I tell them, you know, God forbid everything, anything happens. Uh, Of course, I don't want the worst to happen. But do wait till you're in your second... um, Uh, sorry your second trimester Um, just because especially as a first time mom you're really excited but miscarriage is such a common common thing um, that I don't want to be there collecting session fees and so forth and then you're messaging me and you know you unfortunately lost the baby and I mean in this field I've dealt with parents who have lost their baby later in their pregnancy. Um, I've had a client who lost her baby, unfortunately, after birth. Um, So you definitely deal with different um, things that can happen to different parents. But in the terms of booking, I usually do ask them just to wait till the second trimester. Let's get over the first three months um, and then we're good to go. So most people usually reach out to me around then um but the number one question i usually get is how are we gonna know what day the baby's gonna be born when do we take the pictures yeah what i usually tell them is um so there so let's say you said you were due next week and you would have hopefully booked me a couple months ago so i would have had your due date in my calendar as your temporary session date and then once baby arrives you just send me like they have my text i'm sorry my phone number so they'll text me they'll email me whatever the case may be and they'll just say hey baby's here and it's once they're actually discharged from the hospital is when I will go ahead and book the session. Uh, just because you never know if baby will have to stay in for jaundice, for extra blood work. So I don't want to just assume that everyone will be out in the normal 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once I have a discharge date is when we'll go forward. I usually try to get them in within the first two weeks as long as baby has no complications and had to stay in. Um, so for the most part, I do it within that time period. But I have 
um, taking pictures of babies. The last baby I actually recently posted on my social media, he was actually one day short of being six weeks. So it's possible for older babies. It's just a little easier when they're fresh because they're extra curly and super sleepy. That's what I thought because with my first daughter, I was like, well, maybe I'm going to do it or maybe I don't. And then weeks went by and weeks went by. I was like, now she's just too big. Now she's just big. <laughs> you know, she's just too active and I just can't. So just now like, she's running like, across the room. Right. So I'm just like, ah, nah. And then, you know, like when you have your second kid, all of like the stuff that you thought you needed to do with the first kid, you think, oh, that's not important. So I, just, I didn't get any pictures like newborn wise of like the second baby. I'm just like, well, just make sure she's safe and she gets from point A to point B in one piece. So when it comes to having like a successful shoot, I know people ask about how much experience you have, how much time is the session, the price, how many yeah. people can come to the session. Does anybody ask you like what are the safety measures you're going to take throughout the shoot? Surprisingly, no. I've never had anyone ask me about safety. Mm -hmm. Um, But what did happen is the closest I've gotten to that is um, one day I posted a photo of a baby that I took. Yeah. And I posted it in a group um, kind of just promoting my business and I had a I'm I can't say a parent because I'm not actually she was a parent yes I take that back sorry I had someone comment and she said something along the lines of I will admit this is a very cute photo Um, however baby looks very unsafe I would never do all of this just for a photo when my daughter was two weeks she was so small so I can't imagine Uh, so I actually wrote back to her and I said you know I appreciate the concern but this photo is actually an illusion she it kind of made it look like she was the picture that I posted seemed like the baby was hanging in a hammock Mm -hmm. but she really wasn't hanging so I explained to her I'm like this is actually an illusion and you know safety is the number one like number 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 one priority when it comes to newborn photography like I would never do a pose if the baby is screaming bloody murder because that means the baby's uncomfortable like you can tell there's there's a difference between a baby being like "Eh," and kind of making little noises because obviously they may need to settle into a pose and some babies will take longer to settle into some poses than other will but if this baby's like screaming at the top of their lungs and just totally fighting you the baby doesn't like the pose the baby's uncomfortable and you just need to say you know what this isn't gonna work yeah yeah so um let's say if a parent was coming to a shoot and they had the newborn and they had like a three-year-old with them or a five-year-old is it more difficult to manage the safety of the newborn with an older kid or does it make it a bit easier because one could follow direction and the other one you just have to put in certain positions? It depends on the sibling. That I will say. Um, I've had siblings, when it comes time to do the sibling, like maybe in sibling photos, the yeah. sibling wants nothing to do with the newborn. They're like, listen, they're looking at me like, I don't want to lay down beside this baby. I don't want to touch yeah. this baby. 
I don't want nothing to do with this baby. Um, so those ones are a little bit more difficult. Sometimes you have to bribe them. So you have a lollipop here or whatever the case may be. Um, but for the most part, I will say I've been lucky. I hope maybe I should knock on wood. I hope I'm not cursing myself. Um, but I've been, <laughs> I've been lucky to have siblings who are ready to pose, ready to take pictures. Um, so it's been okay so far, but you will definitely get the ones that are like, no, I don't want to take pictures or no. And you have to just give them a little time. And what I'll usually do is um, do a different pose, give them a little time to settle in again, and then we'll try again with them after. What is like your favorite part during like the whole session or just the experience? Sorry? What's your favorite part? throughout the sessions that you have or just the experience with all the different newborns? Um, You know what? For me, it's after. After the session takes place, um, once I'm editing the photos and I'm finally seeing like the final images of it, that's Mm -hmm. a part like oh my gosh look at their little cheeks or their little feet I mean once I'm in the session or doing the actual newborn session my mind is more like okay let's get this pose let's do this um I have an assistant that works with me specifically for newborn sessions Mm -hmm. so my mind more focused on okay let's do the pose let's let's utilize the most of the time to get the most poses in to give the parents a good gallery um if baby's not liking this pose okay let's switch let's try a different pose um really make the most of the time um but it's not until those pictures are edited and i have the parents come back to me to view everything and to view all the images that were taken that's when i'm like that's when i really like yay 98% 98% of mothers that come in, they cry. They like, they're bawling. Like, oh, look at my baby. And I'm like standing there, like, don't cry, Kai. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> I mean, I am the worst. Like, if you start crying, I'm going to start crying. Like, I will watch anything and start crying. So once they're that was crying. Really, um, both Right? Right? (laughs) Watching the most random show. Why am I crying? I don't know. But yes, but that's, I would say that's when I really, really, I feel like that's when I get the, that's the reward for me. Just seeing how excited they are, how appreciative they are from the photo. Sometimes they're like, when the heck did you even take this photo? And I'm just like, yeah, man, I just, we just keep moving here. We just keep going. We keep going. So that's, that's the best part. That's good. So, like, for parents who haven't um, had the experience of taking their newborn to get photos done, what do you, like, recommend or, like, what are some tips that you would like to give them a heads up on before they, like, do it or plan it? Uh, The first thing I would say is you really want to look at the photographer's work. Um, I mean, it's very understandable that everyone has to start somewhere. So everyone's um, photography images may not be on the same level. But when I say look at their work is if I do a shoot, I'm going to post about maybe two to three images from that session um, on my social media pages. Now, 
most of the times it's either the two to three it's either two to three images that I really like they may be images that I feel were the best from this session or they just may, may just be images that I'm just like oh this is so cute and I have to post it mm-hmm. but when you're doing that you want to make sure that you're not just looking at the front the photographers let's say we're using Instagram and you come across a photographer's page that you like you don't want to just look at the first two lines of their page and be like oh yes I love this and move forward yeah. scroll down look at past sessions um see differences is there something that you like because one thing you don't want to do is let's say you're a photographer Shannon I'm a photographer I'm not gonna come to you or I shouldn't be coming to you and saying oh I see your work but I like Kai's work style of work so I want you to do Kai's style of work for me that's a big no it's like telling another artist do it more like this artist no my art and you're just creating your child and I want to create art with it Exactly. And I mean, every photographer is going to have their certain style that they prefer. You have photographers that they like more of a moody look, light and airy, more shadows, less shadows. So you want to make sure you're choosing a photographer where their style of images works for you. And you're not more going to them to say, okay, I like you, but I want you to do this person's work. It's, it's just not right. That's a big thing. It's just not right. Um, and also just someone that you you feel you're going to be comfortable with. Like for me, myself, when I when customers reach out to me, I have a phone conversation with all of them. Um, number one, discuss pricing in detail. I never want any surprises. So when they come to me and it's time to order their products, they know what they're going to be spending or they know the range of my price and so forth. So you want someone that's going to be transparent with you. Um, the last thing you want is to get so excited. You're going to have this newborn shoot and your your son or daughter did all these pictures and then you go and then you're like, oh, well, this isn't what I expected. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We all know babies are expensive. It's um, not cheap with all the diapers and the wipes and everything. So we get that. So I like to be transparent, as I mentioned, because that allows you and um, or their partner to really sit down with each other and say, okay, is this what we want to spend or is this not what we want to spend? And if they don't want to spend that, I completely understand. Um, but if they do, then all good and well, let's move forward. But there's just things you you definitely want to look out for. Um, if you see a pose that you might like from another photographer, ask the photographer if they know how to do that pose. Not to say necessarily you want them to duplicate someone's work, but if like we have a pose that we call froggy, which is pretty much where the hands are under the baby's chin and it looks like the baby's holding themselves up. Again, that's another... Sorry? I've seen that one before. Yes. So again, that's an illusion. Baby actually isn't holding themselves up and it's actually two images put together to make the one. But if you know you like that pose and you haven't seen it posted on a photographer's page, you don't want to go to the session and then be like, hey, I saw this post. Can you do this? No. You need to ask that 
prior to the session. If you know that that's a pose that you really love, you need to ask if they know how to do that. Because if they do know how to do it, they'll say, yeah, I know how to do it. If they, Or they may say, yes, I do it. I don't do it often. Or they may tell you, no, I don't do it. And for someone that may be a deal breaker, they may say, oh, I really want this picture. So yeah. you kind of have to do your research at the same time. So does the length of a session depend on how many poses a person wants? No. So I actually, we don't actually, I don't actually number the poses. So I just entirely go with the flow and we'll just go with the time period that we have. So like I said, if that baby comes in and is super sleepy, Mm -hmm. then I might be done that session in let's say an hour and a half. And I might say, okay, let's throw in two more poses and we'll just set up two more poses or two more uh, setups or looks for that um, baby. Or if the baby is a little bit more fussy, we might not have as much as the baby that came previously my goal is to always have enough images uh, to give you an option of purchasing an album if you wanted an album. Um, if your baby's super fussy and I got like 10 pictures, which mm-hmm. hasn't happened, let me knock on wood again, um, which hasn't happened. But if that was the case, then I know uh, when that parent comes back, I can't give them an album as an option. I know I can say, okay, you know, you can choose your wallet or you can choose this. But because of my past clientele that I've had and majority of them are looking for an album because that's my best selling product so far. So they want an album that has all those images in it and so forth. So that's usually what my aim when I'm shooting, that's my aim. My aim is to be able to fill a gallery that can provide you with an album. Hmm. Yeah, so you might end up with eight looks, ten looks, whatever the case may be. But they, in that, let's say in one look, you might have two different angles, which can give you two completely different looks. So I can give you a start off, like for example, my albums are twenty pages, starting at twenty pages. So you're already having more than twenty images in that album. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty good amount too. So when it comes to, let's say, um, how far you plan ahead, like how far you book until you start um, seeing if there's more clients to bring in and things like that. Um, I usually, I only take a number of clients a month. Well, I should say a number of newborn clients. Maternity and like first birthdays and that stuff I can kind of squeeze in more Um, but newborns I only take a certain amount a month just because you never know when your baby's gonna arrive your baby could be early your baby could be late your baby could be due on the due date you just Mm -hmm. don't know and um, limiting the newborns to a certain amount a month allows me to be flexible with my schedule so I may be like okay um, this baby was due this week but this baby's not here yet but this baby can early so we'll do this baby this week and so forth so just allow space because at the same time um, a lot of times you have parents they want to be involved in the shoot they have siblings that may want to be involved with the shoot and I only do newborn shoots on weekdays so if the partner's not off work they need to arrange a day to be off work or they need to take the kids out of school or whatever the case may be so just having more options um, it helps them decide the day to move forward and also helps me work with them to find a day that works for both of us Okay. This sounds like a lot of planning. 
it is preparation is I actually before we started this call I was actually in my basement setting up because I have a little girl coming in tomorrow so I do all my like actual setups the night before so that when the morning comes everything is pretty much the little sets are all in their little piles and my assistant comes and I say okay we're doing this 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 and when they come in then we we get started that's good because I'm a mom too and the only thing that helps my brain in the morning is the night before it's set up for the day of that is very important and when it comes to like outfits or uh, things that makes it easier for you to go through different uh, shoots and poses what type of fabrics or outfits do you recommend parents uh, think about so I actually tell parents not to bring anything I provide everything so all those little cute little pictures and so forth you see all those props and accessories they're all mine okay so um in the pre-question before they get to the shoot are you asking them like is there anything that your baby is allergic to or does your baby have like any skin um irritations and things like that So um, I don't have that on the form just because majority of parents that are booking with me, the baby hasn't arrived yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So we won't really know um, if that's the case. Now, if baby's born and parents write to me and say, you know, baby has, you know, baby might have baby acne or my baby has cradle cap or whatever the case may be. I usually ask them to send me over a photo just so I can see the extent of it. Um, And we decide if we want to push it back or if we just want to look at it because as a parent they're just like oh my gosh baby acne I don't want this for the photo or whatever the case may be but when they send me the photo I'm like oh that's okay Photoshop got this and you know just come right. come with the that's baby yeah so they don't know but in regards to like the props and, and accessories um, when they're when they're filling out their booking form there are sections on my forms that will say okay are you looking for something more colors are you looking for neutral colors are you looking for a mix uh, there's an option that says I give you creative freedom which is probably what 97% of people choose they're like you do your thing I love your work just do it um, and there's a section where they can let me know, like, if this is a rainbow baby, you know, was this baby born after losing another baby, a miscarriage, or is there something you absolutely don't like? Like, I'll have parents be like, I want you to do anything you want to do, just no orange. And I'm like, okay, good to know. So um, things like that really give me an idea. But as I mentioned before, when it comes to photographers and their their style of work, I'm feel if you're coming to me and you're booking with me you'd like the style of work that you've seen on my page so when you say I give you creative freedom I'm looking at it's okay run with it do your style but just let me know if there's a color you hate I don't want to prepare this whole purple setup and then you come and you're like oh I hate purple because at the end of the day they're your photos I might be like oh but this purple setup would be so cute but you'd be like no but I don't like purple <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> if I know beforehand, then I mean it's good. It's good to know. I've also parents where I've put, a, and um, I actually had this one mom. She was like, I don't know. In my After mind, I was yes. But I mean, it's really simple when I say put it together. So I might have like 
basket there and the blankets I'm gonna use and the little head tie I'm gonna use. So I pull it, like I'll put it to start using it now. And she was like, I don't really know if I like this. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, this is gonna look so nice. But at the same time, if you don't like it, you don't like it. So I said to her, I'm like, okay, you know, what kind of basket did you like? And she was like, she pulled up my work and she was like, I kind of like that basket better. I said to her, I made a deal. I was like, okay, so we'll do your basket. And if she's still knocked out like this and she allows me to, I'll do this one as well. At the end of the day, there's no obligation for you to choose this picture in one of your finals. So I did it. And it actually ended up being her one of her favorite photos. I was like, what? You didn't even want me to do this yeah, and now you, you love it. The artist, like you, you've seen the word. Exactly. Trust me, that I know what this is going to come out. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, when I'm photographing babies, I look at it as these are my children. So I, in my mind, I'm putting together little, the little best of the best little setups that I would love to see my little ones in. Right. So I feel like. If it's good enough for my children to be in as a parent, it's good enough for everyone's other child to be in. Because you, as, as a parent, you only want the best for your kids, right? Right. So I just treat every little one like they're mine. Because they really are mine for like the two to four hours. The parents do it. And, and, that, and that, that, that's what I would want. Like, if, if I'm leaving my kids with someone to watch them throughout the day, I want you to take care yeah. of them as if I was there. So I completely get exactly. that. Yeah. Exactly. That makes lots of sense. So if someone wanted to book with you or schedule in um, to get like pictures done with their baby or their other siblings, where would they find you and how would they get in contact? So my website is um, www.kcmimages.com. Um And I am on Instagram, which is kcm underscore images Uh, those are the two pages that i use the most i do have a facebook page as well Mm -hmm. um which is linked to my instagram so anything that i post on instagram will go straight to my facebook page um and that's kcm images gta i should mention for anyone listening i'm located in canada so um that's where i am based But there's definitely opportunities, um, if booked in advance, to go to other places to do shoots. Um, I've had inquiries from people in New York, people in Connecticut. I had someone message me from Jamaica last week. So anything is possible, but it's definitely something that would have to be done in advance. Like if you were to be like, oh, I just had my baby. Can you come to me? I'm going to be like, no, not really. (laughs) Because I also have to... So I have to schedule with them, make sure their dad can watch them. If he can't watch them, my mom needs to help him or, you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah. it's something that takes a little bit more time. Um, if you're further away versus someone that's like, oh, I'm a half an hour drive, then they just come to me as normal as everyone else. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing all this good information with me. I, even though I did not get newborn pictures, I kind of feel like I have more of insight just in case like a friend might ask or a stranger might ask or inquire yeah. about getting newborn pictures. And I think it's something people think, oh, I'm going to get this done because it's cute. When really that you're wanting to get something done that requires lots of planning. So it's kind of like, be considerate that 
people do have time and don't inquire about it if you're not serious about following through and all of that. So. And I mean, it it happens. I've had people that have been like, oh, I want to do newborn pictures. And then they just, no, or I should say maternity, then they disappear. Then they come back when the baby's born. Can okay, we do newborn? Then they disappear. And then they come back. Well, the baby's one. And at this point, I don't want to, I don't want to say I'm like turning you away, but in yeah. this at this point, I'm like there's a pattern. You're gonna disappear, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, listen, I told you all the information. It's all the same. Not trying to be rude or anything, but if you want to move forward, let me know because then there's people that are genuinely like, please. I heard you only have one spot. I need that last spot, and I'm just like, no booking session, no yeah. booking fees. There's no spot. I mean, I. I feel as a business, you have your trials and errors. You have the times when you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to be super nice. You don't have a session fee now. That's fine. You can just give it to me when you come for the session. Then I do my whole setup and no one shows up. See, right? that's so, so hard. And I was just talking about this. When you're creative, it's kind of like you have to give yourself a safety net where you take some sort of deposit so you don't feel yeah, like you sure. spread yourself too thin. For sure. For sure. So with me now, I will send you your booking forms, which will have all the information that I need to set up for your shoot. And once you receive that, I'll send you an invoice for your session fee. If I do not get that session fee, it will be canceled. Your session will be canceled. That is it. I will cancel your invoice. You will have to ask me. for It's just something I mean. With the business, it's all trial and error. Even just life itself is trial and error. So as I go along, I learn and I've just found like you cannot be super, super nice to like you can. I mean people take advantage of it. Exactly. Personality wise, of course, you can be super nice. And Mike, like any client that comes here, you can ask them. They come, we talk, we laugh. I've had clients confide in me, tell me information and I'm happy that they're comfortable with me, but before we can get there, I mean, you gotta send me the booking fee. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can get to that point. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. Well, it was nice speaking with you about this topic. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope more people, you know, go forward and get pictures done because the one thing I've learned having two kids is they grow super fast and not to wait too long because I don't think like people that are under 30 really respect you know having photos of babies growing up and kids I think they're more into oh let me take a cute picture and post it on Instagram stop there's more stop there's more more. What I was saying is, I just want people to, you know, go out their way and mm-hmm. take more hard copy pictures and respect, you know, photographers' work when they come into their environment and they're working to just let them get like the best moments yeah. of their kids because that's all you have with kids and people's oh. lives are moments. And I respect lots of people who can capture like the essence of what your child is at certain moments in life and as you said like people now everything is very digitalized and I've had many people reach out to me in regards to pictures and they'll be like well what if I just want 
digitals. And when I was starting, I did offer more digitals, but I guess with what you're saying, maybe it's something for the younger generation where everything is just like, I just want to share online. I just want to share online. Where yeah. now I'm like, no, you need to have an album or you need to have some print. Like my mom, she was always a photo person. So we can go and grab the old photo albums and look through them and laugh and be like, Lord, why was my hair like this? Why was yeah. I in this outfit? What is going on? But when you have digitals, you eventually forget about them. I mean, you share it on Instagram. Instagram is a nice app for now. But what happens when Instagram is gone? What happens when we move to a next app and then we move to a next app? And if you're not saving these images, they're gone, right? Yeah, and and like, or or you have like many heart attacks. Oh my God, I deleted this. Oh my God. Exactly. And that's like, you don't have to do that if you just print the pictures out. You got the album. Yeah. Yeah, and my album, so my album's the pictures actually pressed into the page. So, I mean, it's it's really a really nice, luxurious item that can be kept, but then the quality of it as well, as you mentioned, your, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, like the quality of my products, it's something that's meant to be passed down from generation to generation to generation. Um, and you know what? It's also the value of the work. I had a friend that I did a shoot with um, her and her mother it was a mother's day and I did a shoot for her and her mom for her mom's birthday and they loved the photo and she purchased an album and she purchased an album for the mom so when the mom came to see the photos the mom thought she was getting ready to order but her daughter had already pre-purchased this album so I surprised her with the album she cried and she loved it but what happened is her dad actually got ill and she wanted to do a shoot with her dad as well and the time just got cold and so forth and sadly her father passed away um I believe it was the January Mother's Day was in May and yeah and he passed away in January and she was like I really wish I got to do that shoot and that just goes back to that value of I mean we all know we're not going to be on earth forever we're going to go one day but it's nice to have something to look back and be like man I remember when we did this shoot or you know when we did this or even look how small the baby was time just goes by so fast we get caught up working we get caught up doing everything and as you mentioned earlier they grow so fast so so fast yeah, you want to capture that, and you want to be able to keep that. Like, even my kids, they'll go around the house, and they'll go on my bookshelf, and they'll pull out albums, and my two-year-old is like, is that me? Is that me? Right? Like, no, that's not you. You weren't around yet. And then she'll see a, a whole album of just Anya, Anya, Anya. And it puts, it puts a lot of pressure on me now, because I'm just like... Because oh, you got to have an album for her. Yeah, I can't make it look like I have a favorite child, so I have to get an album for her and so I don't know I'm just constantly taking pictures and um you always have like those pictures that you know you would never like put out to the public but they be like yeah. new as like which is in the bathtub yeah and I just, I'm just like I can't wait till they turn 16 so I can embarrass them right <laughs> be perfect. so yeah like I appreciate people like you, you know, can really just get in there and know what you're doing and actually love your work. I think the key to yeah. doing the work that you do is actually loving the images you create for other people. For sure. For sure. I mean, when you love it, you put your all into it, right? 
Um, I want them to leave here saying, oh my gosh, I love this. And as much as when they're looking at the pictures and they're crying and I'm standing there like, don't cry, Kai, don't cry, Kai. Once I see the tears flowing, I feel like you did your job. You did your job. They're feeling it. They're loving it. This is what they expected. Sometimes I hear this more than what they expected. So that just lets me know that I did what I needed to do. And I think that's why I also mentioned to you that that's when I get, that's the most rewarding part for me because it's one thing for me to like the images when I'm editing and be like, oh, this is so cute. But if you don't like it and they're your images, then it's like I kind of failed, right? Mm -hmm. But when you come see everything and you're crying and you're emotional and you love it and you're like yes I want an album I can't wait and you know you can't wait to show it to your family and your friends that that lets me know that I've done what I needed to do Mm. that's perfect well I wish you more good sessions and a lot of good clients Um, anyone listening please plan ahead don't yes. feel stuck minute. Uh, <laughs> pop in. I want to get my baby and the pressure is on. And just plan it out and just have fun and uh, enjoy your baby while they're newborns because three months is coming, sure. six months is coming, and so on and so on. But thank you, Kai, for uh, doing this episode with us. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.